Hello and welcome. Greetings from the Offensive Security Group here at Secure IT 360. Coming at you with a threat recap. Uh, so this is something new that we're going to try and do, and we're hoping that this is going to be a monthly thing. We're going to do a threat recap where we talk about the things that we are researching, tracking, analyzing all the threats, vulnerabilities, exploits, incidents, breaches, etc. Uh, trying to do this on a monthly basis, keep you up to date on some of the higher profile things that are going on and to help you know what's relevant and important in the industry, uh, you know, this month. So uh, the goal is to help you be pre more prepared today than you were yesterday to protect your organizations. So without further ado, this is our November threat recap. And I have with me Victor. Victor, how you doing? Good. How are you, Spencer? Good, good. So Victor, um, why don't we just start real briefly, tell everybody what you do, uh, what your role is here, and then we'll kind of reuse that for, for other episodes and kind of let people know that. And then we'll get into the threat recap for this month. Sure thing. So um, I'm a cyber threat intelligence analyst for Secure IT 360. I'm pretty much the glue between uh, the OSSEC team and uh, our defensive team as well in the SOC. Um, I pretty much stay up to date on weekly uh, threats and just report them to the SOC and and the OFSEC team as well. Yeah. And if there's something going on in the cybersecurity world, in the InfoSec world, if it's a threat, if it's an incident, if it's some exploit or something uh, to know about, Victor is the first resource that usually always knows about it in our group. And he's always publishing information to our clients and sharing that information out there so that uh, we can get actionable information in the form of mitigations, defenses, you know, what to do, what this thing means. So Victor's the, the first line of defense when it comes to that. And if there's anything going on, he's, uh, he's, he's the one that knows about it. So uh, throughout this threat brief, uh, just to give you a quick rundown, we're going to go through a few stories, talk about them for a few minutes, share what we think is important, what's relevant, pull out some pieces of information that's hopefully helpful for you, the listeners, to take back uh, to your organizations. So, uh, Victor, what's the first one that uh, we're going to be talking about? So, uh, let's shut up at the recent Okta breach, because that's been in the news a lot lately, and I think it's something important to chat up upon. So, uh, really briefly, Okta is a company that provides identity tools such as MFA and single sign-on to thousands of businesses. Uh, recently, they suffered a security breach that involved a compromise uh, of one of its customer support units. Ultimately, the threat actors were able to view files uploaded by certain Okta customers as part of recent support cases. Uh, so briefly, in this incident, uh, which impacted a few companies such as uh, 1Password, Cloudflare, and I believe Beyond Trust. Uh, the breach occurred using a session cookie after a member of the IT team shared a HAR file with uh, customer support. Uh, HAR files are JSON formatted archive files for logging session, or sorry, uh, for logging of a uh, browser's interaction with a site. Uh, they can contain sensitive data, including cookies and session tokens that Essentially, malicious actors can use to impersonate valid users. Uh, in this, the attacker tried to access the IT member's user dashboard, 
but ultimately it was blocked by Okta. However, they were able to update an existing IDP tied to Okta's production environment. They activated it and uh, requested a report of admin users. Uh, fortunately, not a whole lot of customers were affected. I saw that only around 1% of Okta's 8,000 customers were hit. But um, for recommendations, uh, Okta recommends sanitizing all credentials and cookies slash session tokens within a HAR file before sharing it. Um, so I would say pretty much companies should be aware of the sensitivity in sharing data with uh, even trusted customers, surface agents as well. Yeah. And this one's interesting, right? Because uh, we're seeing these cloud providers being attacked more and more. This is not the first time Okta has been in the news, right? Um, they were in the news recently for the MGM breach, um, where a threat actor, uh, part of the Lapsus group, uh, got access to an admin portal in, in uh, their Okta console. So uh, these IDPs are are a new and prime target for threat actors. And, you know, it's kind of a supply chain nightmare, you know, Victor, it's like you get access to this IDP and you potentially get access to like Cloudflare and Beyond Trust and 1Password yeah. and like huge companies. So you think about the, the scope of this, right? If, if those systems, those IDPs don't have those systems locked down, just like a password uh, providers like, right, like LastPass, right? If those are not completely locked tight and engineered well, that could be a nightmare. Uh, for a lot of organizations, so pretty pretty scary stuff in, in terms of you know the scope and the magnitude. Uh, my takeaway is you know one if you have Okta, you know making sure that you're uh, following least privilege and you're you're limiting the admins in there um, is, is going to be really important. Checking things uh, often to make sure it's configured the way you expect it to be, um, things like that, and you know more or less just staying aware that. Uh, Threat actors are targeting these IDP providers, these identity providers, and you know this is not the last we're going to see of it. There are other providers that um, you know uh, that are out there, Microsoft included. So definitely one to be aware of and, and pay attention to. Uh, the last thing I'll say about this is you know somewhat interesting that uh, you know when One Password released their their information, they shared that their uh, part of their response was to run you know, malware bytes on the end user's computer. And of course, the information security community had a little bit of fun with that, myself included. Um, those tools are great. Uh, and I think those are good, you know, initial triage tools, but don't rely on those alone, right, to protect your organization. You need a layered defense strategy to, to really protect things. So uh, what's the next one? So uh, I would say the Octo Tempest uh, recently, that actually just popped up yesterday, right? Yeah, October 25th. Yeah, so Octotempest, um, that uh, is a... So I first heard about it from the Microsoft Intelligence uh, briefing or their threat intelligence briefing report that they uh, sent out, like you said, yesterday. Uh, this is a group that is performing ransomware and extortion. Uh, and some of the interesting things to me are the social engineering, the SMS phishing techniques that they're using. And one of the things that stands out to me, Victor, with this is uh, kind of the fear-mongering that's been involved with this, kind of the, the threats of like coming to the people's house, kidnapping people, throwing bricks through windows and things like that. 
this is not unheard of in you know cyber crime and things like that but it is interesting to me that that we're seeing these threats kind of get a little bit more serious in terms of you know human life and in th- safety and so that that's pretty interesting to me on, on this one but i'll let you share anything else sure yeah that's something we see with um actually ongoing trends uh which i want to segue into uh with the year almost nearing to an end, uh, people may be wondering what are some trends to look out for in 2024. Uh, there are a lot of things, but I did want to touch up on some next level phishing attacks because I feel like they um, that's something to be important. Uh, that's something important to be aware yep. of. Uh, yeah, and real quick before we jump to that, I just want to wrap up the the Octo Tempest. So. That group is is being tied to Black Hat, uh, ALP, HV, um, which is Human Operated Ransomware Group. Um, they're targeting ESXi servers. Um, there's a lot of information in the the Microsoft article. So if you go and look for Microsoft's Octo Tempest article, there's a, ra- a lot of really good information there, including the techniques that the threat actors are using, the tools, the, the procedures that they're using, the TTPs if you will. So really good information there. Um, the main takeaway is social engineering, SMS phishing, um, is particularly your IT staff, IT and security providers. We're seeing that with the Okta breaches that are happening. We're seeing that with LastPass. You know, threat actors are going after developers, engineers, IT people, security people, the people that have privileged access in environments usually. Um, so no longer are they just targeting, you know, Susie in accounting. They're targeting you know, people who have real access in these organizations and they're not only fishing their way in and getting access, but they're removing that person's ability to get back in, right? They're removing their authenticators. They're removing or resetting passwords and things like that. So they're, they're becoming more hostile in that way. Um, so a lot of really good information in that Octo Tempest article, but to you, Victor on uh, tw- trends to look out for, for uh, the end of the year and into 2024. Yeah, so um, yeah, like I was saying, uh, there's a lot of stuff lo- to look out for, but next-level phishing attacks are something to be aware of. Um, AI tools such as uh, ChatGPT, uh, it allows attackers to make smarter and more personalized approaches to phishing. Humans are still better than AI at crafting phishing emails, and that's mainly due to the fact that we're better at creating a narrative. But it kind of begs the question, for how long? And um, on that subtopic, uh, deepfake accounts will become more popular in 2024. Uh, threat actors can use it to create hoax images, uh, sounds, and videos. And an example of this is uh, a few years back, a uh, CEO of a UK energy firm was tricked into believing he was speaking to the chief executive of a company in Germany. Uh, the deepfake voice impersonated the chief executive and convinced that CEO to transfer about 200,000 pounds to a uh, supposed Hungarian supplier's bank account. So that's something where awareness is your we- your best weapon to combat these attacks. And... Um, Also, according to statistics, about 66% of cybersecurity professionals have seen deepfakes used as part of a cyber attack. So uh, the 
response to this will largely revolve around organization-wide awareness and education. Yeah, and you know, helping your users be aware that this is a thing. You know, this is this is a trend that's happening. We're seeing threat actors use it. Um, teaching users how to spot it. You know, what are the red flags? Doing some research and, and figure out what are the red flags of this. How do you report it? Um, and, and keeping users up to date is is going to be key here uh, with these things. Um, the things that I will mention is kind of things that I'm seeing moving forward are definitely what we mentioned previously, IDPs, right? Victor, um, Okta, and others um, are going to be targeted because of this. But also Teams and Slack and overall just chat phishing, right? Um, chishing? Can we, can we coin a new buzzword? Chishing? Let's chat do phishing? <laughs> <laughs> but we're seeing Teams, Slack, um, Discord, things like that. Whatever your organization uses for chat, uh, you you know threat actors are going to find a way to fish through that um sms phishing of course you know is as old as phones are i feel like sms phishing is so uh, what's old is new again there adversary in the middle where we're you know getting in the middle of that logon session stealing those sessions and subverting mfa uh and rmm abuse so remote management tools remote access tool abuse that's something that's very highly used by ransomware groups human operator ransomware groups. So expect that to continue uh, and be looking out for that as well. Definitely. Yes. Uh, a couple weeks ago, the uh, Storm 0324 threat actor group, they targeted uh, corporations via Teams messages. Uh, I remember seeing that they used the Teams Fisher tool to deliver phishing attachments. And Spencer, did you actually, a couple weeks ago, did you actually have some experience with that tool? I think Darius was messing around with it. Um, we have a uh, social engineering phishing, spear phishing type offering service. Uh, and so if that's uh, something that interests you folks, you know, you can learn more about that by contest- contacting us on the website. But yeah, as part of that deployment and that service and that process, we're looking at doing, you know, phishing type uh, teams phishing, right? Uh, sort of engagements. So that's definitely one tool that's that's very popular recently. All right, uh, Victor, uh, anything else? Uh, that is pretty much it for me. Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, hopefully this was informative uh, or educational or brought some awareness to you folks who are listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this type of content, please like, subscribe, share the episode on LinkedIn. That would be super appreciative. Uh, we'd be super appreciative of that. And as always, you can find us on offsec.blog and at secureit360. And we will see you next month for the next threat recap.